There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 92 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode four of season three of Killjoys. Oh my gosh. So I just want to say these episodes that we're talking about, they were all from Friday. They all had everybody out at San Diego Comic Con during this. Right. And it made me so sad that I wasn't there, but it's so awesome because it seemed like sci-fi really did a lot for their shows. And I know they didn't announce anything with Killjoys. No. But we did get an announcement for, was it the other, our other two shows on Friday? No, just Winona. Just Winona? Yeah, Sci-Fi, but they had a huge showing out there. So I think this is good, but make sure you guys are tweeting and checking into Facebook that you're watching it. And I, I can't remember the app on Facebook. I think it's Telfy that basically you get like a sticker showing you're, you're watching it. Make sure you do that because that is making a huge difference. And I know everything that was going crazy with Winona Earp that Steve and I talk about, that made a huge, huge difference. And Sci-Fi, when they announced it, did actually say that seeing everybody online talking about it is what what was like really pushed them over. So this season of Killjoy so far has been crazy. It's only three episodes in, so make sure you are tweeting and tagging the show and the writers and anybody else that you possibly can find. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Steve, as always, has managed to get ratings news. All right. This episode had a 0.17 in adults 18 to 49 and with 0.579 million viewers, making it the 39th overall cable show for that. Now, they're still behind with the Live Plus 7. It's really strange because i have not seen a live plus seven since the end of june and now we're almost at the end of july so it's been a month since we've seen any live plus seven numbers that's really and i'm weird. not sure if uh, nielsen's had a problem or the guy that does it for tv by the numbers is on vacation or <laughs> they decided not to do live plus seven anymore because in the last three weeks, there's been live plus three numbers out there, but no live plus seven. It's unusual. That's strange. Of course, live plus three still makes a difference, too. So most of us, if you can't watch it on Friday, you're watching it probably over the weekend or in the next few days. So remember, it counts. Yes. All right. Let's jump into episode four. The Lion, the Witch, and the Warlord. An ambush sends Dutch and Johnny on the run for help. Davin tries to get to the bottom of a black warrant. So I was like really happy and sad and freaked out. So like the emotional roller coaster of this episode was, uh, it was a lot. 
Yes, very extreme. <laughs> so let's start with them being in the bar, in Pree's bar, as a matter of fact. Yes. And everybody's celebrating because Johnny is getting promoted to level five. But I didn't know that's what was happening at the beginning. Right. <laughs> apparently there's this thing that when you get promoted, you um get like five, what, five punches or shots, but not liquid shots. Right. So it's like, what is happening? Because, and why can I never remember the dude's name? Their boss. Turin. Turin. They, I don't, just don't like his name, apparently. Turin's like punching Johnny in the gut and everybody's holding him. I'm like, what is happening? And then Dutch is like, no, 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 I need my shot. And I thought she was going to just seriously cold cock him, just knock him out. Right. But she faked him out and just kind of did a little love tap on the face. Which is like, oh, that's so nice. And it's like, okay, everybody's laughing because it's tradition and all the Kildrays have gone through this. And then suddenly there's another group of Kildrays that come in and they're like, hey, can an outsider buy you a drink? And he's like, I never turned that down. And what I really liked, and I wish I had it written down, but, you know, Sean does not think ahead. The little, um, like, saying that they did right before they all took the drink. Right. And I don't remember them doing that before, have they? Well, this is the first time we've seen anybody made into a uh, a five. Oh, is that what it was about specifically? Right. Yeah, oh, this is okay. strictly the promotion to a level five. Okay, I didn't know that's what the little saying thing was. All right. I think, yeah. Okay. I mean, the, the whole party was for uh, for his promotion. And uh, that was great, though. They all have the drink, but next thing you know, there's a bunch of guns pulled out, and they're all on Johnny. Because apparently there's a black warrant out for Johnny for the death of Delsea. I can't stand that woman. And even in her quote-unquote death, she's annoying as hell. Even though we know what's going on with her, and she's not dead, but still, she's working my nerves. Yes, she is. And then, of course, all-out fight happens, because Dutch... And Davin were not going to let Johnny be taken. And actually, neither was Turin, because Turin's like, whoa, 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 I'm the ranking officer. What's going on? Right. And the fact that he's in the dark, is that's kind of scary, I think. Yes, it is. That just means Banyan is pulling. It just has to be, because otherwise she would have notified him as soon as that black warrant came out. See, I I didn't know if she was pulling, and I was wondering what you were going to say there. Yeah. That, as far as I'm concerned, that's the only explanation for it. Well, because even Turin says, you know, she doesn't trust me, obviously. Right. But that's why I was just thinking she's one of those that all the, what, 437 agents are missing. And, uh, you know, how do I know that they're not sneaking them off or killing them or something? So I can't trust them. But that, that's just crazy. And that's a possibility. But I think with. It being specifically the Black Warrant for Dilsea's death, I kind of have a feeling that that she is in with Anila and company. See, I was thinking the other thing that it could possibly be, that somehow she's, like, related to Dilsea's house. And that's why, you know, with the nine families, that that's why. What was that? Yeah, exactly. I, I can see that, too, is that it had more to do with, the lineage of the royalty than, yeah. than anything else. Yeah, and that's a possibility, too. She could be a, a distant cousin to Delsea. Either way, she was working my nerves. But Yes. <laughs> so let, let's talk a, just two seconds. Uh, there was a familiar face, actually, in Pree's bar. 
which apparently has been Pree's little boy toy. Which, if you remember back when it was kind of the Wild West, it was the guy who tried to take over the bar and right. thought he was going to be able to. And yet, apparently, him and Pree kissed and made up because he's there kind of acting like a bouncer a bit. Yeah. But I was kind of surprised to see him because I honestly thought that was going to be kind of a, you know, one and done kind of episode. Like he was never going to show up again. So, exactly. Uh, makes me wonder why all of a sudden they brought him back, though. Like, I never trust any of these shows that it was done just for visual effects or something. Like, it, it always has to be something more. And This I- is very, yeah, <laughs> almost always something more. Yeah. <laughs> it pretty much is, but I guess we'll find out. But Pre manages to get on board with Johnny and Dutch as they take off to try to figure out where they're going to hide. And surprisingly, we have Pre with all of his secrets saying they should go to Orin, his old stopping grounds. And it's like, wait, what? And we find out, first of all, he ends up with blonde hair, long blonde hair. So where did that come from? (laughs) I was like, what? He does. He looks so weird with hair, though, because we've seen him bald for so long. You almost kind of think. Well, does he have a mod that allows him to grow hair that fast? Because hair doesn't normally grow that fast. I know. I was like, okay, I I walked out and got a drink of water. What happened? I was like, that's not a way. What? I'm lost. It was weird, though. Because, honestly, it was right when I walked back in the room. He'd come on and he had the blonde hair. And I'm like, who's that? I was like, oh, oh, wow, weird. And it gets weirder, though, for Pre, because, I mean, we found out last season that he had all these crimes because he was a warlord. Well, apparently he was once the leader of the Farron, the people of Orin, and he ended up, we'll say, nicely defecting, leaving, what's the name, Lachlan? Lachlan? Lachlan. Lachlan. Ah, see, Steve's got to bust out all the Irish that he's learned, because I can't even read right. (laughs) They greet each other with a, a deep passionate kiss <laughs> you kind of go it's like oh. okay yeah and there were several people that started calling the uh fair and uh, the gay vikings <laughs> <laughs> that may well be redundant saying it that way though i mean yeah I, th- I think my some of my heritage my people there were pretty open but we find out that uh pre decided to bounce and he kind of ghosted and it leaves things kind of awkward and by kind of awkward, I mean really awkward because they want to kill Pre. Yes. Oh. Yeah, he's had too long to stew on Pre leaving and has decided that he needs to die. Yeah, that's a little messed up. I mean, granted, I think we've all had those exes that were like, you know what? Yeah. But um, I don't think I'd go to this extreme now. Oh, I know I've wanted to a time or two, <laughs> that's for sure. I may not slow down the car if you happen to walk in front, but, you know, no, I'm just kidding. Or am I? Anyway. (laughs) Well, they they basically ask for, like, sanctuary. And the way it was kind of explained is that they take everybody if it's a good reason. Like, it, it, and the fact that these people are after him for a black warrant, you're like, okay, well, I guess the Farron are going to help. Like, that's how I felt. But Dutch has to negotiate everything, and somehow it ends up being this weird thing that's like, okay, we don't want pre-dead, obviously, 
And we want Johnny safe. Okay. Well, what's this going to be? Somehow they have to have this weird fight. Like a battle between what what they ended up having with the proxies, which are Dutch and Johnny. Dutch for Pre and Johnny for essentially himself and Dutch to be kept safe. Which, that just seemed weird. Right. It sure did. And you kind of wonder, what is Lachlan up to? Because this wasn't what they agreed to, or at least what Pre thought was going to happen. Yeah, because it just seemed like, okay, this will be a, a good fight. To, you know, you're fighting the power, basically, and it didn't quite turn out that way. Not at all. So why don't you talk about the battles? Because actually they were kind of cool. Oh, yes, they were. The very first trial was a knife fight. And they kind of go around and around with each other. And Johnny is thinking he's doing pretty good against Dutch. And as soon as he gets a little cocky, Dutch just takes it to him and it's over. Right. It was so quick because it was like, okay. I wasn't even trying. (laughs) Let's see. Who can do this without drawing blood? And I'm kind of like, Dutch is so going to kick your ass. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think it would even last as long as it did. But I guess Dutch was trying to be nice. Good good on Dutch. Bad for Johnny. Yes. Now, the second is the reconstruction of a rifle from its parts. And then you have to shoot out something that was up on the ceiling. And they were blindfolded. Right. Which made it even more interesting. And as they start putting things together, you kind of think, well, looks like Dutch is in the lead. But no, Johnny is definitely the geek king, and he ends up winning that round, even though Dutch thought she was almost there. And once she shoots, she looks up and finds out that Johnny's already beaten her to it. So Yeah, I love that back and forth, too. They were talking so much smack in that that round. (laughs) It was great. Yes. And then the third battle is the Battle of the Soul. And this was very disturbing. Yes, it was, because Dutch and Johnny are imbued with a truth serum that has them airing each other's dirty laundry at each other. Oh, it was kind of painful, too. Yes, it was. Because, oh, God, Johnny says something about, why'd you bring the other nerd? I was coming back, and when Dutch is like, I didn't want you to, I'm like, what? Yeah. And then the comment about being so overly focused on Anila and this war, just being out of control. and Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, my God. How can they recover from that unless they're not going to remember? That was the only thing I was thinking. Like, how do you go back to being, like, friends like you were after you basically talk so much shit about each other like that? Exactly. And I wasn't sure. I, I was afraid. Now... What, we're splitting the band back up again after we just got them back together? Right. Uh, but. but what, <laughs> yeah. When the fevers reach boiling, all of a sudden there's an explosion and they're knocked out by nerve gas and tied up. Now, when the nerve gas came in, I thought that was somehow part of the, uh, like the battle. The trial. Yeah. yeah. Until I realized everybody was knocked out. I'm like, oh, maybe Yeah, once you see Free going down and Lachlan going down and... It's like, oh, maybe no. And we find out that, of course, Lachlan had planned the whole tournament as a setup to uh, spite Free, who had broke his little heart. <laughs> oh, but you know what? Pree's like, listen, listen, this is not about you. 
This was about you leading, not about your heart. Right. Which he was absolutely right there. But apparently Lachlan had no, uh, no care for that. He was all out for his getting back at Bree. Now, unfortunately, Jared, who had toasted Johnny from that group that came in, slipped Johnny a tracking device back at the bar. <laughs> so he arrives on Oren to collect his due. Which is interesting because Oren, which we, I failed to mention, like nobody's supposed to know where this is. Right. It's supposed to be completely hidden from everybody. And so now this guy knows. So what does that mean for him in the future? Are they going to take him out? Uh, wouldn't surprise me. Guess you shouldn't have been so cocky. Yep. So Johnny's body is temporarily frozen and stored in a shipping container while Jared offers to make Dutch comfortable for the return trip home. Now, this is after some more banter between Johnny and um, Dutch, where basically they, they're making up. Right. So you love it. If I wasn't like this, you wouldn't know how to handle it. Right. It's like, oh, I felt better. And, of course, Dutch makes herself comfortable, thank you very much, by blinding and knocking out Jared with some nerve gas she was keeping stored in her mouth. Yeah. All I can think of is, like, the weird hollow tooth. Like, what does she do? Like, she should yes, like, exactly. Ugh. Nice uh, thing to have as a backup plan, that's uh, for sure. That's true. I guess, you know, when you're Killjoy, you think of every possible contingency. Well... Dutch does, anyway. Garrett, not so much. Right. Now, of course, she frees herself and Johnny and finds that Pre has also been freed by Lachlan. Yay. And that the Farron will be joining Dutch's war and the Black Warrant has been all of a sudden redacted. Which was interesting, which we don't find yeah. this out till the end. Right. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, was it... Turin or Davin? Davin had taken Davin. information, you know, showing that Delsea wasn't dead. Right. Yeah, because he was shown the video of Johnny shooting him, but then you see the video start breaking up, and you go, "All right, this has been doctored." And of course, he turns around and finds that good old Pre has security cameras in his bar and outside the bar, and is actually able to see the whole thing where she actually walks away. But yet, you know, that lady did not believe it. She's like, well, bring her back alive and then we'll talk. What What do you mean bring her back alive? Yeah. As far as we know, and that now, was she's another, not dead. Right. And that was another reason why it, it sure made me think that, yeah, she wasn't on our side. Our side, she was on the other side, be it either Holland or related to Delsea somehow. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I still think that's really annoying. It's like you have this. Okay, what information, what other information do you have that she's dead then? Because you don't have anything. Exactly. Ugh, I don't know. It was kind of messed up. And obviously before Garrett got to Oren, he was kind of um beat up a little bit. By having just a little. By being held upside down and dropped on his head a couple times. I'm just saying, you know, it's a little slippery holding somebody upside down. Oops, he fell. <laughs> but interesting, this is when we find out that they didn't know where Johnny was supposed to be taken to or who was supposed to be taking him. It was like it's a blind warrant almost. They didn't have the right. information. No, which makes it even more 
suspicious. Right. And it's like, wait a minute, this is definitely not normal. Even for a black woman. Right. So this kind of makes you wonder what's going to happen. And we we did get a little, just like a teeny bit of information, but I don't, I still don't understand what they were going to do with Johnny. Well, since the black warrant is redacted, he's back to being free again. Mm-hmm. So, but I meant taking him. Like, what the heck were they going to do? Oh, right. Yeah, I have no. I, I suspected that they were going to take him to Anila's ship. Oh. So she could use him to uh, get at Dutch. But Anila isn't even the one who wants in there. Or at least that's the way I read it. Well. Well, we'll get I kind of thought that, yeah, she anything that she can use to get at Dutch, she's going to. Hmm. Be it Johnny, be it Davin. Now, of course, she had the opportunity to do something with Davin and didn't. She just kissed him back to. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, let's let's talk about this. So let's talk about Zeph, who is very weird and awkward. Yeah. Her and Johnny just fighting to open the seal on the remnant. And she's just like, no, you can't open it because what if we all die? It's refrigerated. You don't want to do it. All right, you know what? We still need to know what's in there, lady. Yeah. Then leave. If you, you're not re- willing to be one of the people who are putting their lives on the line for this war, maybe you shouldn't be here. Just saying. But then somehow yeah. she takes this jump that she needs to hook up these, these things to Davin's nipples. And he's like, what? <laughs> Thanks, but no. Like, didn't we talk about inappropriate testing? <laughs> oh, crap. Davin. It's so awkward because she, like, doesn't have a filter and can't explain things right. No. Let me hook these up to your nipples. And then, uh, well, she ends up saying, well, you know, your DNA, it was part of the ship, you know, maybe it'll work with the remnant. It's like, uh, no. And then, well, it comes down to the fact that, all right, there's got to be a way. We got to figure out what's going on. What the hell do these people want with Johnny? So he walks in, and Davin's like, all right, fine, hook him up. And he, like, undoes his shirt, and she's just like, uh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I was like, okay. Yeah, we know where this is headed. (laughs) In somebody's mind, at least. Yeah, poor (laughs) Zeph. She's just like, uh, oh, no, you don't have to do that, because look at we have goo. And you're you're connected, so we'll just, like, zap you. Right. So she puts him on his temples. Oh, God. And I'm like, stop, stop. And then when David, she's like, oh, just think of Delsea. He's like, you know, concentrate on her, on things that you remember. Like, her hair, her smell. And I don't know exactly how it came to this line. He's like, what do you want me, like, smell her panties or something? And he's like, Zeph, Zeph, come on. And Zeph's like, do you have some? It's like, oh, good God. Yeah. <laughs> Zeph, do you not know what sarcasm is? No, she does not. It was. She's had no social interactions except with other science super So. <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah, that was just so hilarious. It was. It was very awkward, and I'm like, holy <laughs> crap! She just said yes. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? Oh yeah. Well, she does finally able to get David, like, to the place he needs to be mentally, like, astral projection kind of thing. And right. Delsea, this is what was messed up, too. 
All of a sudden, she's like, I can hear you breathing, and turns around, and it's like she's looking dead at Davin. Yeah, and Davin is just scared to death. He goes, oh, crap. But it ends up not being him, obviously. She's talking to the commander, who's basically a giant jerk to her, because she needs to learn. Yes. And so he's following them, like, listening. It's like, okay, cool. He's understanding kind of Anila's ship, then getting... So kind of look around, following Delphia. Yeah, nice recon. Yeah. Operation. Well, we'll see how well that can work ever again. Probably won't. Right. Because then Delphia is like walking to go see Anila, and he's following her, listening. And this is like what you were saying. Like all of a sudden, Anila does that like slow turn, and she's like, "Who are you?" And Delphia's thinking, "Okay, she's lost it." Yeah. She's like, um, I'm Dalsea. And she just kind of like, whatever, not you. And she's talking to Davin. And it was so weird because Dalsea just looked like, what the hell are you talking about? Who do you see? Yeah. How can you see something that none of none of us can see? Yeah. She's probably like, man, she's tripping on something. I don't know. Maybe she started smoking the goo. Something ain't right. (laughs) But it was so weird because, yeah, Davin's just like, you look exactly like her. And just finding out, you know, Delcea is now completely holified. And Anila doesn't just know about Dutch, but knows that she's coming for her. Right. And it's like, holy crap. And like you said, she just kind of, she's like, I'll see you soon. And like blows him a kiss and bam, he's back in his body. He's like, what happened? There, what type of special powers does Anila have that we don't know about, and it looks like that may be one of them. That's nuts. So I'm wondering then, and I think you made mention of it before, does that mean Davin, because he can, like, go to her specifically, is part of, like, her her branch, like the goo that was used on him? It's very possible. Uh, I think you talked about it before, because right. it's like, if, right. if he yeah. is, what does that mean later? Yes, yes. It, I have a very funny feeling Davin is going to play a major, major, major role in all of this. Oh, my gosh. Just because of what he's been through already. Well, we're going to find out. Yes. Now, it was funny when Delsea was being taught about the goo and being able to use it to communicate, and she tries to stick her hands in it, and it basically bites her back. Oh, yeah. Big shock to her. <laughs> and Anila goes, try it again. Yeah, I mean, Anila's bathing in this stuff. Right. You know, and is like, ah, it hurt. Burns us. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. so we'll see how Dulcea comes along. But apparently, Zeph, after being all awestruck by Dobbin's chest and everything, has figured out a way to open the remnant. Yes, she has. And then she closes it. See, some kind of a combination of probably Davin's blood or Klein's blood. See, I thought it was Klein's blood. I thought some, like, for some reason, I thought something said Klein. On the tube? Yeah. And then, like, the goo. But then instead of taking whatever was out or, like, being like, guys, guys, I found this, she closes it. Right. Why? That's a really good question. And if it doesn't, the longer she doesn't bring it up, the more doubt I'm going to have about her character being on our side. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yep. 
Unless she's going to be like, all right, I really screwed up. Oh, look, I figured out how to open this. Yeah. You know, like try to keep that little ace up her sleeve. But still, I don't know. I I don't like the fact that she closed it right away. Nope. Because that is definitely going to be another huge thing that they're going to need if they're going to defeat Anila, I think. Uh. I think that's going to basically, whatever's in that tube probably will be able to neutralize some of her powers. Ooh. Then what would she do if she was a mere mortal? Get her butt kicked by her sister. Because right. I bet she doesn't have a gold hairpin, does she? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this episode, like I said, crazy. So much going on. So we, of course, want to know what you guys think about everything. Shoot us an email at fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. You can find all of our contact information at www.fangirlzone.com. You can see where I tweet and Steve tweets and we all tweet and our Facebook. And I think I finally put our Tumblr on there, which I don't have much. I don't have much up there, but it's Tumblr. We'll figure it out together. So don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and all the platforms that you're finding us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends we do hope you are enjoying the podcast, like we said. And don't forget to always tag the show because it will make a difference. So, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. You poked the bear, didn't you? And until next time.